Welcome to Upstage Downstage with him, Richard Platt, seated in the upper circle. And him, Stephen Reed, typically seated in the cheap seat. This is the Theatre Podcast, where we discuss productions we've seen, things we've liked, and may not have liked, giving our complete unprofessional and non-biased opinions. So grab a brew, take a seat, and, and let's raise, raise that, that curtain. curtain. On today's episode, we'll be discussing The Book Thief. We saw this production at Leicester Curve on the 6th of October 2023. A mesmerising new musical of Marcus Zusak's international best-selling novel, The Book Thief, is adapted by award-winning best-selling author Jodie Pickult and Timothy Allen MacDonald, with music and lyrics by Kate Anderson and Alyssa Samsell. So Richard, what's it all about? The year, 1940. The place, Nazi Germany. The world is holding its breath and death is busier than ever. By her brother's graveside, 12-year-old Liesel steals a book abandoned in the snow. Her first act of book thievery. Soon she's stealing from libraries, churches and book burnings. But these are dangerous times for a girl with a curious mind. When her foster family hides a Jewish boxer in the cellar, Liesel learns that words are so much more than letters on a page. They hold power. As the Nazi regime wields words as weapons, Liesel, determined to fight back, picks up her pen and starts to write. But first, our post-show opinion! A flawless and gripping production. Captivating musical perfection. So with all that said, let's... Set set the scene! Richard, we went to the Leicester Curve to see The Book Thief, which is actually in the intro. But I thought I'd say it again. Yeah, exactly. So, you know... you didn't say Leicestershire. No. Oh, I keep saying that, though, don't I? You do, you really do. So, um, set the scene. Well, what can I say? I can say quite a lot, actually. (laughs) We walked into the auditorium. First things first, this was a production we really did take a punt on, as in it was a last-minute ticket booking. I booked it the day before we went. It was, it was on our to-do list, it was but it was one of them the where list. it was like, I can't, can't remember. And to be I honest... I think it was more timing between us it two was, and actually yes. being in the right place at the right time, and it just Yeah, we have right. been busy. Um, but so glad we went to see this. Oh, it, little side note, before yeah. we go, um, I've actually bought this book. Yeah. I remember it. Uh, and I haven't read it. I no. mean, I remember buying it. the book. 2007, 08... 09, something like that. Waterstones in Derby. Huge, thick book. I remember the cover. I bought it. Hardback. Never read it. But it didn't twig until afterwards when I saw it. I thought, I know that I know this title somewhere. And uh, yes, lo and behold, I've actually bought the book. But it was about... To be honest, the book is about, like... It's like one of the yeah. Harry Potters. I ain't got yeah, time for that. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you need to open your eyes a little bit and read a book. You know? I might. I might actually go and see if I can dig it out. Yeah. And show you. I think you might need to. I mean, I won't read it. Cause I've seen it. But dig it out. You know, I'll dig it out. Dig it out. Right, dig out the pictures and set the scene for our listening audience I've viewers. I've done that. I'm already on it. Oh, crack on Okay, that. so really, I suppose the production was set in... It feels a little bit like a bit of a warehouse. The set is just very drab. It, it felt well, it's wooden, isn't it? Industrial. Made it felt wood. industrial and wooden. Like a, a big wooden shed or a big wooden shack. It was... It didn't really lead lead you into what was going to happen. You, you there was a lot of walkways and things above the stage, but you couldn't really see everything. It was all done with big panelled wood set, really. 
that was yeah. uh, that had got projections on it. It didn't really lead you down what was going to happen. You didn't really know what was going to happen until you actually got into the the actual space, really. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose the actual the the set was more of like a back cloth, yeah. and then parts opened up and became embroiled in the. Uh, the story later on, but a lot of the things were wheeled on. Or there'd be a the big, house or there'd be tables. a big warehouse door coming from the side of stage, and they'd shut. But actually, there was a smaller door that then depicted a a grand house, but it was just using the door within that big screen, really. Yes, because and, it was like um, Animal Farm when yeah. they had it on wheels yeah, at the top, it was just like and a real, like almost like a, they moved a it across. farm building in a way. Really, it felt that that industrial sort of level uh, yes uh, quite a lot of those yeah. uh, this year or last year yeah and then also what we saw in the um on onto stage right there was there was another door that actually became that Liesel's house where she yes. lived but it at first she, it was nondescript so you didn't realize there was a lit light with the with the number of the house in and <clears throat> stuff like that mm. at first it just felt very very subdued almost so you so the cast then on stage actually they they lit the stage up because they then became the focus of the production more than anything. Yes, it was qu- quite a nice rustic yeah. um, feel to it. And um, there was many areas as well, like they had an upper level, um, which the kids uh, often went up to to talk about, well, various things. And... Um, there was another little section that came off, which looked like it was the entrance to something. Like it, it was like like a bus shelter, but it wasn't because yeah, it definitely. wasn't. Yeah, it yeah, ended yeah. up being the walkway. Yeah, that was when it moved onto set. It sort of filled another space, yeah. and then it moved off again. Yeah, and then it was also became the air raid shelter, and then the next. Yeah, it became very all many things. Because when she was reading a book, yeah, that's when she was, when under she was under it. And, yeah, in yeah. It. yeah, and what they did was the projections were almost sketched projections of of doorways and windows on the top half of the stage area so that actually what it did it felt like you were underground because Mm. they created the space that the the doorways were above that so you Mm. you'd got the you you felt like there was a a difference yes and they then used that hallway with the with the the window yeah um as the escape house for the the jewish lad trying to yeah. escape when the nazis were coming in yeah. as well yeah, exactly. and they were trying to get out and the mother were trying to protect him yeah and then there was also yeah. halfway through where they literally opened the whole side of one of the, the, the back set pieces mm. where it actually became the under under the the basement of the of the house they were living in in Liesel's house that's correct yes and, and then there was an understairs bit built into that to actually show that they were coming downstairs and hiding underneath mm. the underneath the house. Basically, it was quite similar to um, what we saw in Cluedo, where it was a door within door. Yeah, exactly. So it, like, the, the main entrance door was embedded within the flat that opened yeah. up, which was attached to the actual. And also, um, in it was a set. lot of breakups of. I'd say the um, the set wasn't fully boarded, so there was a lot of wood used, but it was natural wood that was given. Breakup. So when light came through it, it actually shone through almost and dust it, coming it, it, through yeah, and, and rubble. Yeah, it felt authentic. It didn't feel. It felt felt like it had been there for a long time. It felt like there was an amount of age on stage for the actual. The the set hadn't just been thrown up and mm. and that's it. It was. It, I think rustic is a really yeah, good word is, for this. It is for, yeah. for the sort of barn esque yeah. wood esque. Uh, yeah, nothing felt approach. nothing felt 
pristine. Everything felt like it had been aged well, mm. even if a lot of the stuff that was made to look like metalwork was actually wooden, was made out of wood and actually just painted and, mm. and, and made look metal like you know and it mm. did it worked really well exactly because the balcony and, and the, the plinths yeah they uh, well the pillars they were quite victorian-esque yeah definitely um even though they weren't in england yeah uh, but they would have had that kind of yeah it's same sort of design um, style european europe sort of, yeah yeah very grand and detailed yeah so they're quite good so so that is basically the scene and it just kept progressing whenever it needed to other things got moved on like if it turned into a pub there'll be like yeah. a, a huge like um you know the the, the benches you see in Oktoberfest yeah. and stuff it was a huge one of those and there was and also little accents of bookcases and things within the <gasps> oh of course set, yeah because it turned into a library didn't but, it yeah but you couldn't really see it even until it was lit it was yes. like just there in the background it was like the hint of bookcases and and things however when the balcony came out and the staircases were put locked in, the in position. Place, yeah. Yes. Um this was when they put the, the a screen down um to resemble the outside or something. You know when the two women were talking and they yeah, were yeah. walking past about yeah. doing the, the, the woman's um washing and she said to Liesel or come in to pick a book or something like that. Yeah. That's when she noticed all the other people were in there and it did look like one of those huge yeah. like libraries yeah, where you got like the it. turning stair staircases and, and, and books this everywhere is the same the space lights. that everything else has been yeah. in and all of a sudden yeah. it became this grand gothic grand gothic hidden bookcase area that was mm. like you know like a book of dreams yeah really mm. was no it was a lovely set lovely set definitely now let's turn to the writing and um, well, we'll start with the writing actually. Yeah. So this was adapted by Marcus's book um, by Jodie Pickolt. Um, I know her because my sister reads a lot of her books. Yeah. And she's a good writer, but um, I don't know. Don't I'm not quite aware of Timothy. No, I mean Alex. I'm not either. However, he might be. I suppose we ought to really research this. He might be the scriptwriter, but. Um, I don't think Jodie has written a uh, stage script. No. She's a great novelist. So whether he's... I'm just theorising. We probably ought to factualise this. However, you know when we did Marigold Hotel and yeah. I thought the writer of that just didn't understand stagecraft? Yes. It was very much post-it note each scene. This felt like it was perfect for the stage like it was yeah. scripted specifically with with knowing how to use the stage and also knowing the limitations shows. of the stage yeah because that's just as important as knowing how to use it yes you've got this black box and a space that you can use but knowing the limitations of the venue you're doing it in mm. and how you could potentially because at the end of the day this is a new musical if this transferred somewhere else yeah you need to be able to transport this whole production and mm. put it on somewhere else it's how yeah. you know you've got to think of that whole process but also how it was staged that could be just as much the director's uh, totally. point yeah. of view as well yeah. you know that yeah. may, maybe i'm being probably a bit too generous on the script i don't know but the words the dialogue yeah. the actual script and the story in the book and the musical lyrics and everything everything was perfect everything I, was it was it just told and i feel it was story. done with so much the restraint as a as a writing team and a directing team, however they've done it, mm. I felt like they they restrained themselves to certain to to being really specific on what they were going to do, and 
and they you know they 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 you could tell there was there was a confidence and control about it that made they knew how it was going to you know yeah. they, they knew the vision and they you could tell that it it was it was written in that way very reminiscent to me, uh, for me to think of like the ocean at the end of the lane yeah yeah definitely or the driveway yeah or whatever it was yeah ocean at the end of the pit um no it was really uh, theatrically it was just on point as well yeah you know with the um the dialogue and the actual telling of the story because yeah. you have the narrative yeah, 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 uh, the narrator yeah. who um was um basically the death. original book thief death. the death yes yeah, yeah um I forgot where I was going with that, but I think it, it's, it was important that the you could tell that, however they put it together, they'd thought about the transitions from one scene to another, and not going over the top with script where it's script heavy. But you learn a lot in all of those scenes. You mm. you progressed really confidently through the whole piece. Mm. It felt like they'd done justice to the book. I mean, I've not read it myself, but I felt like I learned a lot from the. We could probably read it if I could find that. it. Yeah, could be. <laughs> but I think I think it's very it's very difficult to get everything from a book into a production because mm. there's there's so much that's written in a book compared to what's being put on, especially Obviously, to turn yes. it into a musical because there won't be any songs necessarily written in the mm. in the book either. So, but to still get the content in and get the you could tell what was happening, mm. you know. You don't just want to rely on a narrator. You need the actual families or the cast to actually drive the story as and well. And also to add that, the subplots and the little character details, like the other woman begrudging the other woman because they had a yeah. falling out and every time they met, yeah. they were given like slanging matches. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. the father um, who had to go to serve yeah, for, for in the army. For his country, yeah. And... Um, the other guy um who had the boy no the uh, yeah the boy yeah them not wanting him to go into like the the, the hitler youth yeah, as yeah, well exactly. all what well, all the characters on there they all had characterization set and a good storyline yeah. that no one was like forgotten and it was like the dynamic between the the two women that is very reminiscent of two women in this country as in there's always a bit of well, it's relatable, isn't yeah, it's it? It's very yes. relatable to. You instantly saw the dynamic, and you got that this is mm. this, they. They really, you know, they like they. They almost always get on with each other. But even in wartime, yeah. even in wartime, people time, are being just, petty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was quite. Uh, yeah, it gives a little humorous. Yeah. Tone to the whole situation. Yeah, because it can be quite a serious subject, mm. and to not have the dynamics of actually underneath everything that was going off, there were still families trying to live and and you know they survive, survive. Yeah, doing yeah. the washing or doing exactly this the, um the storyline of um i was gonna say billy no the 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 wrestler the, yeah. no the boxer boxer yeah um obviously he was he was a jew that they were hiding yeah um and he was just well it was max that was it yeah max he was just brilliantly um his storyline felt like it was um i mean you followed it but it wasn't it wasn't so much about him although it was about him it was about her witnessing him or through her eyes i think we saw his life and so there was a bit of a distance there that made it work yeah definitely it was like it was 
because you felt everything for him. There was a little bit of unknown, and you you sort of he dipped in and out of the the production in such a way that you wanted to know more because because he wasn't always there, and it was like there was yeah. a, there was like what 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 where is he going to end up next, or you know, yeah, what will become of him? Um, obviously, there was like that sisterly brotherly, yeah. Um, I mean, they weren't, but they were forging that relationship yeah, it was and like, that it bond. Was a, it was the, it was the, the like the the relationship of 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 non related siblings that that they they bonded because they'd they not were both, they were both sing, single single children who hadn't got that like big brother or younger sister to to bounce off almost. Yeah. And I think even the parents they lost a child, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it's all about, I suppose, finding the. It's about precious, precious mm. moments as well, isn't it? Yeah, but they all gave, um, well, they all had, in the writing, um, and, something and, good to go go for. There was yeah. there was a reason, so and, it was all str- strong. And it, sh- it it also showed that you know, regardless of religion, regardless of any any sort of issues with with things on the outside world. As a core of a family, they all supported each other and mm. and try you know tried to find some form of calm or peace mm. when they could you know even though they were in times of real mm. horrible moments you know. Mm. Um, in terms of the directing, how did you feel it was served? <laughs> this was a masterclass, and I don't lie, I'd use it a few times, but you could tell that it must have been. A lot of work and a lot because there's so much happening in this mm. production, and the the production the the cast have got to listen to the directors and direct the director and take in that this is going to work and this is how it's going to happen because it was phenomenal really. It was bold. It was confident. Yeah, this was uh, a dish best served piping hot. Oh god, yeah. This totally. Was just it was on fire. But it um, was, but it was also that there was so many moments of calm or there were so many times where actually yes there was so much happening and then all of a sudden we'd bring it back to to some sweet moments and then it'd go back to being crazy again it, it just had mm. that it had that dynamic of you know you 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 felt like there was a lot of control by the director to make sure that wasn't lost yeah you know and that takes a lot with this mm. sort of big production especially when you're working with children as well mm in the production we'll talk about that more when we talk about the cast mm. but i think it it's using it's using that use your tools in the toolbox to make sure that everything's um comes together and it just felt like you could tell that everybody was working together on this yes you didn't feel like there was any internal struggle as a, as a production company you could tell there was no it didn't feel lost. No, it felt like all. it knew what it was doing. It had yeah. confidence. It had everything, um, all set up. Yeah, totally. So agree. this is how we're going to do it. This is, I suppose, it's just confidence. It was in really good really. hands. That's yes, what it, it felt yeah, like. You know, it definitely was. What I was um, going to compare it to was the production of Titanic that we saw, because I was thinking the very first scene they pretty much similarly came on with suitcases yeah yeah this one was and i was thinking mm, did that happen in this one or was it titanic but i think yeah. it was both however this had a storyline 
where the characters we follow, we knew it was yeah. that family. It was basically the the little girl. Yeah. So we knew that, even though it had a narrator, and even though it was also about Max. Yeah. And him being the Jew, and also the fact that um, there was a lot of things uh, going on in the background with all these other characters, we could follow them as well. Yeah. We knew what was um, what with them. Now, in terms of relating that to Titanic. Yeah. That was a hot mess with everything going on at the same time. Yeah, and you didn't know who you were following. No, and you you, you couldn't see the core of the storyline either. You no, didn't no, know it was the, just a you know it just went. It all went grey and black. It was beige all over and, the place, and yes. you didn't particularly care for the characters. No. Whereas in this, you were invested. Yes, you, you wanted to follow them, and each scene, something special, something different happened yeah. with the set. Yeah, there was exactly. something new to look at, something yeah. special to witness. Whereas Titanic, it was just we're just going to shift the ladders here, there, and yeah, everywhere. Yeah, and you could also tell that certain bits of the set and things and the scenery were held back for certain moments, so they had that impact. Mm. You know, that's also from a director's perspective. It's you've you've got to make the cast aware that you can't everything can't happen at once because it's waste. It's like got to feel like you're opening a a a pop-up Christmas card that's got so many different things, or it's a little bit like the, you know... It's your selection box it's, it's analogy, selection box, again, isn't it? it? But it's also like um, the, the 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 postman book when you were a kid with the one with all the little envelopes in and all the, the extra little messages and notes and things that you find. As you go through it, there's more to find out throughout then, you know, when... And is that another analogy? It is another analogy. Couldn't we just stick to your selection box? It's a selection box, yeah. There's a the thing for me another that, layer. Yeah, that's what I'd say. There's another layer underneath with another lot of chocolates, and you're like, well, you know, there's more to find, you know. Mm. And also, it had a stylistic approach on this one as well. Yeah. Um, with the use of uh, the lighting and the books and the books lighting up. Yeah. And um, we saw that in Heather's and then as puppetry well, we? as well. You the know. puppetry, yes. Um, Yes, to, so to add puppetry in the mix as well, yeah. that's when it becomes sort of, um, what did you say, avant-garde? Yeah, a okay, bit, yeah. A different, it was, a bit stylistic, it was a bit very different. contemporary and, and it, 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 it turned the corner from being something that was a production that it went bigger than what It, it was expected. elevated yeah. to the next level of sophistication. Yeah, it, it really way. did. It really did because... It brought in the elements that were almost fantasy like, like you said about Ocean at the end of the lane. It's very almost Not, surreal. It's, fiction. it's it, a bit it, of surrealness that you need to paint more of a picture to make to, to finish the picture, really. Yes, and I suppose it's one of those things where, um, if it could happen in a book, you it, they could add to it, yeah, on the stage as well, yeah. And so I that think with the, the puppets, that could be just a, a storybook. Yeah, and the the best writers are those that write books where you actually feel the you paint the picture in your head while you're reading the book. And I think that's what this felt like from page you mean to a stage. Book. Well, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but when they talk about places and spaces and things that you travel round and go to, you read them and you imagine that person when you're reading the mm. book doing that. And I think that's what they did from this. You talk about page to stage and, and what they did, they they brought those fantasy elements in mm. in such a clever way that you you could see that. You know, you could you felt like it was your mind playing out what yes. you could potentially see, I think. Yeah. No, that was a, a, a good ramble into your Got there in the episode. Yes. Moving on to our next segment, as we say, we're here, here for the, for the drama. drama. 
Now then, let's talk about the actors. Yeah. Oh my goodness, wasn't Liesel amazing? I, I just, I don't have words for how good Liesel was. She um, was great, and I think um, was it Preston Crop? I think we saw. We saw um, was it Irini? Yes, it was. Lusco. Yes, we saw Irini, Irini Lusco as Liesel. She has got a career ahead of her in theatre that I don't think she realises herself because her stage presence at her age was brilliant. She might know that. Well, yeah. But I don't think, you know... After you, this, it'll be like, I've got it. You've got it. Yeah, exactly. I've got it. Well, I, so, I mean, because she has got it, you know. You know. Well, she's still Without it. a doubt. And she's Preston Crop is Rudy. He was brilliant. He was. Yes. All those nuances of wanting to kiss her and be that like little child little boy yeah. and stuff it's um they were so but sweet they're, together but not they just were, that they just co- were... their connection it felt they genuinely were those kids that grow up at school and they know mm. each other well it didn't feel like they'd just come straight from a drama school and they're just reading the lines they felt like the characters they've they... learned a lot from this production i feel yes i think jack lord he was quite a strong performer yeah, as well as, as the uh the father hands but Again, I mean, Anwar was just amazing as Rosa. And, yeah. Oh, I didn't know she could sing. No, we She's didn't crazy. even know she was in it until we sat there. I, to be honest, I completely forgot. We, we both sat there and were like, <gasps> Oh, my God. Same blue line. <laughs> it's Officer Habib. <laughs> She's on stage with <laughs> the front <Duke>. row. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not like I expected Inspector Goody. Not no. Inspector Goody. Uh, yeah, Officer Goody. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think, but, it, yeah, it, it's, um, you know, it, just the whole cast, I mean... Obioma Agolo, uh, I mean, as as Death himself, as the narrator, he held it all together with such confidence and, and class. I mean, I didn't realise, I walked past him outside when we walked into the room because he was stood waiting to go on and I just saw him come out of one of the doors. I didn't realise it was him and he was just confidently waiting in the, uh, outside the, the stage to go on. Did you ask him, um, what seat are you sat at? Yeah, it's like, you what's know, your seat Do you mind if I number? go first? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then when he walked on stage, I was like... Yeah, wow. And I think all of the characters were really... Everybody on stage played a perfect role, really. Well, Daniel Cricklet as Max was just outstanding. Yeah. The energy and yeah. also the torment and the fear. Yeah, exactly. The, the raw emotions and everything that he brought to it was just... Oh, it was just a joy to watch. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not like it was like I'm getting my kicks out of watching this. No. Do you know what I mean? It was more... His performance was just vivid and um, excellent. And to be honest, I, th- I suppose the other one that did stick out was the uh, the, the lady with um, who was the other woman doing the washing. Not yeah, she was doing the washing, but she she wasn't the one that had a lot of money. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other the one that um, Mina was arguing with was it Wendy Somerville? It might have or been was Wendy. it Karina? Wendy was the Wendy was the um, the the well-to-do lady with the book. She was yes. Wendy was the one. I I, I was going to bring mention to Katie Clayton, who was Liesel's mother. It was quite interesting because she didn't oh, really yes. face much. She didn't really spend much time as Liesel's mother because she she disappeared and she passed away. However, this may be a direction thing and a, and a writing thing, but every time there was a scene change involving Liesel, her mum was involved in that scene change in the. In the gap, in the behinds, if she was moving a piece of furniture, and she was, she was always the one near Liesel, and it was really clever, a clever, like little nod to, to like, 
there's always the ghost of the mum yes, around. The remains. And, and it was it was really I just you know, it's not really we can't really bring it up anywhere else, but I thought it was, you know, really no, clever. That was a good one to bring up. The whole cast was just excellent in the portrayals of their characters. The uh, the singing and the acting was just amazing. You could feel that they'd all gelled really well as a team and it isn't an easy thing to do. They'd all obviously spent a lot of time together. And from what he actually looked at, I looked at some when I was walking in the in the curve as well. There was some parts of the theatre that were blocked out for rehearsals with other with the other children that were involved in the production because this did have three sets of the the uh, the boy and the girl characters, Liesel and Rudy. So the cast must have in the daytime been rehearsing with them which can only help increase their interactions as a as a company because they've got to spend time with each other a lot more so that probably is a is a great asset to the to this production to make mm. sure that it actually they all gel when they're on stage you know yeah all right let's talk about the props and the costumes yes yeah. this was very much the heavy use of well i suppose mid to light use of props and costume of the era of the 1940s yeah it was very it was almost minimal but then maximum maximal maximized and some maximal like, maximal minimal it was minimal most of the time and then all of a sudden they would have a lot of something so it was like you yeah. know only when it was needed you know i think that was and there was nothing out of place nothing no. you know there was no flares no, and it was like, no, no flares. There were no flares. There were no well, anyway, I suppose it's like or... it's like Liesel's, you know, house that she lived in, with with her adopted parents. You yeah. know, it was clearly they lived a very Simplistic. low cost life, simple mm. life. They didn't have a lot, and and but it was only depicted by a sideboard with with some shelves on it, with some items, and then very very simple chairs and very you know simple things in life. So, it, mm. but it was enough. It did the job, you know. Um, and the overall look was quite sepia. There was nothing very bright and colourful. It was always this is very true, and, isn't it? Yeah. Do, you th- do you think that's done for a specific reason, a stylistic? I tone? think as well because then when you get the scenes where they are quite fantastical, they mm. looked very different. They so did they the actual, even though they were even those were subdued, but mm. the colour use worked. That it, it just made that uh, that's that part of the production like stand out really yeah and i think costume was you know all very apt and all very of the time it was all very um 40s because i think that's the yeah era. so yeah. it's you know it's well it will be yeah yeah moving on to our next segment as we say what the tech is this it relied heavily on um powerpoint not powerpoint powerpoint uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> microsoft produ- mm. produced this production yeah yeah, there are other softwares available. Yeah, um, what do you call it? Projections. Projections. And it began yeah. with a P. Yeah, but it was it was projections done in a way that it never didn't been done distract. Before. It didn't. Well, no, <laughs> we're not say it didn't. It, it's never been done before. But I think this. I've seen some productions uh, where I've just recently seen Charlie and Chocolate Factory, and my God, there was overuse of projections to the point of no set or scenery, mm. and just filling the gaps with computer generated images that just felt completely stripped away from actually the 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 glory that is really well done projections it's like it felt lazy compared to this this felt like they'd thought so much about the use of it but not overuse because they didn't it wasn't always being used well it never know. stuck out no it didn't it it, it, 
helped and assisted with the individual scenes. And there was no real projection screens or white backgrounds for it to be projected on. It was just projected onto the set. Mm. So it like was mapped across the scenes so that it just felt like the whole set had been painted. But mm. it didn't avert your eyes from the production. It was just no. it just reinforced that scene really. Yeah. And I think that helped paint the picture. And also the the use of the lighting, yeah, uh, different colours for different moods. Yeah, I, I mean there there was there was some, that, like when I said about colour use earlier, they, in the book scene when the books are actually being heavily used, there's a lot of blue in this. This was in the it was almost a royal blue to show that it was a royal grand a library that had so much but well, history in there as yeah, well. To me, it looked cold and disused yeah and like secretive as well yeah like everything had been abandoned yeah i think the whole the whole look of the production showed that the struggle that people in germany were going through when people were being taken from their families to actually fight mm. for something even if they didn't want to yeah because you know, a lot of people forget that there was um casualties on that side as well yeah exactly um a lot of people not wanting to agree with it or didn't think it was right yeah, I suppose this production shows that that's what was happening. The evidence and and records were being destroyed mm-hmm. to to rewrite history, and that you know to hide the struggles that people went through. And and it, mm. it's it's a very clever take on a story that we've all heard a lot about. And I think this is mm. this shows a different side to the struggles family face. And know. also, it picked up on the fact that some of the Germans that went off to war that didn't yeah. want to. They had to drink an awful lot of alcohol just to wipe out what yeah. what the atrocities. Yeah, been what they were being put gone. through. Yeah, but, yeah. and um, that was like unforgiven, unforgivable. You know, you know, there was it's just it's just horrendous to think of what people were basically pulled from their families to to do, or they would they wouldn't be here today as well. Mm. They'd be they'd be they, they, they had also, a gun behind their heads as well. On a positive note. Which is slightly ironic. It's good that we never actually saw the worst side of it because we yeah. didn't need to. No, we know exactly. It. We no, don't exactly. Have to relive that. Yeah, yeah they they, um, they showed enough. They dipped. They yeah. they, they showed. Well, they highlighted it. Yeah, they highlighted. But what I would say is, um, whenever they did that whole hard Hitler thing, yeah, uh, my mind just kept going to hello, hello. <laughs> I was just waiting for Sam Kelly or someone to just go, yeah. like, when they say Hal Hitler, and then <laughs> yeah. they go, yeah. <laughs> right at the end, each yeah. time it's oh, it's um. It's terrible when you get uh, brainwashed by comedy. Is, <laughs> you just yeah. see everything through a comedy funny lens, don't you? Yeah. But yeah, I can't take anything like that seriously. Whenever I see like a yeah, war yeah, film, yeah, yeah. they do like hello. It's like hello yeah. right at yeah. the back. But uh, yeah, this was very. Um, uh... I think it's very interesting. Oh, uh, sound effects. We've not. Uh, we're just thinking about yeah. the sound. I mean, sound effects wise, it was it was just great. I mean, everything. It's hard when you you say something's great when it's actually. Something yeah, because you're not quite... going into too much detail either. You're not saying what's great. No, I think, but I, I, suppose, much... I suppose when I say great, I think it's more the fact that it felt like it reinforced everything. And and but what sound effects though? Because I can't remember sound effects. Were the gunshots? Yeah, there was. Were the, there? The th- yeah, but there was, there was, there was off stage sound. So there was things that were like, you know, just to add to the terror of the things that people were doing with. There's bombs going off. There was things like that where. It felt when they were in the air raid shelter and things were going oh, up yes. above them and stuff like that. It still felt real, and uh, you know when you say great, it's not great to hear those sort of sounds, but but it felt really 
powerful, you know, and I mm. think that's the it, it added to the the production. Mm. I think I suppose we've not really talked about the songs, but this is a production almost like I completely forgot it was a musical. Yeah, I think it's um, everything sat within the story, and it, it's one of them where it's I suppose it's like Blood Brothers. Yeah, it There's, is. The songs when it needed to, yeah. but the rest was dialogue. Yeah, it was. Yeah, of an actual. This is more of a. a, a a dramatic performance yes. with a, with with songs within it, yes. um, and and there was some talented musicians on stage as well. You know, you got people who were playing. You know, the 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 father was playing playing an accordion within the production stuff mm. like that, and I think that helped. Well, and, it know. does happen. Mm. Actors can sing and play yeah. and act, and but it's nice to yeah. see that they just <laughs> put it within the production and and well, it, it that's probably seamless, why it you know. got cast. Maybe, yeah. You know, and that's why it's hard to sort of say the technical aspect. You don't want to pinpoint some things when everything all all merged together and became one great thing, and and it was like the color use. They used a lot of red and things like that when they had the puppet of Hitler and things like that towards the end to show that. But all of that was held yeah. back right till the end, and and it mm. was like you know that was when they started using puppetry and and things. Yes. And it, it, and that's when it became a little surreal in a good way because it felt. But they made the puppets out of the discarded newspapers and the books. Yes, they did because which that was, was a lovely. Theme. And it was a lovely theme because it also linked to a puppet that was made by Max as well. And then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and the puppets became part of it even yeah, more. Yeah, she was so. writing her own story out of the blank pages because yeah. they used Mein Camp. Yeah. Um, he had the book. And they used it as a communication and, tool almost. But, but yeah. painted it white yeah, painted to rewrite white the to rewrite. pages, yeah. which it was, is um, a nice uh, nice touch. Yeah, definitely. And now it's time for... Rewind Rewatch. Rewind Rewatch, Richard. What would you watch again? Oh, the whole thing. Just bring it on. Oh. Well, you know, I think it, it was something that you could watch again and pick bits out of that you'd you didn't see the first time round. Yeah, I, another one where I agree with you, actually. You know, I I think anything with um, Mina Anzwar in it, yeah. th- those totally. scenes were just wonderful because I, I just love her. Yeah. You know, she's still my um, Inspector Habib from totally the, agree. the Blue Line. But no, uh, I just I just have to watch it all because every scene was just gripping and entertaining and. Oh yes, no, it was it was a lovely piece of theatre. So I'd rewind and watch it all again. In fact, when's the next showing? Yeah, bring it on. Moving on to our final segment, as we say, call, call this, this a show. So let's uh, sum up this wonderful play, which we both really enjoyed. What are your final points to this? I think it's a production that I won't forget because it was it was so well done and so well put together that it will be one of those that I remember quite a lot. Through every every part of it was a it was a masterpiece and a little bit like Billy Elliot when they redid that at the Leicester Curve, mm. you know they they pulled that off with with a, a real complete contrast style to this, but equally they put the right level of work in to create the piece of work theatre that they've done. Mm. You know, so hats off to them. Yes, this is just a fantastic piece of theatre. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a, a spectacle. It's a, a brilliant. Um, it's sort of up there with um, Ocean at the end of the lane and Drive Your Plough into the Bones of the Dead yeah. or whatever that Definitely. was called. Yeah, yeah. Complicity, wasn't it? Yeah. That did that one. Yeah, yeah. It was. This really is a, a top 10 out of 10, five star, you know, 
I, I need to come and see this again. Yeah. Um, just to get it sunk in there. Totally. Yeah. You know, yeah, 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 because exactly. at first there's so much there's, to take in in one. There's, yeah, one, there's one a viewing. lot um, going on that um, I really enjoyed it, and um, I'd urge people to go and see this again. Yeah, I hope it. I hope <clears> it's got plans um, to to resurface because <clears> it wouldn't surprise me. Because yeah. there's a lot, there was a, you know, uh, from what I hear, it did well. So, you know. Well, it definitely did well in my book. Yeah. Um, and I've still got the book. Yeah, you have. No one's stolen it from me. No. Not even leaving. Scores them, please, Richard. For The Book Thief. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the best musical book about a book thief that's worth stealing yourself, and 1 being about a book that the book thief should have actually left burning. Scale of 1 to 10, what's it going to be? 10 out of 10, let's face it. I can't give it any less. Exactly, it was a 10 out of 10 for me. So, what sound effect will you be choosing from the following? A complete train wreck? Tumbleweed? An audible shrug of the shoulders? Uh? A slow clap? A pleasant applause? Or a standing ovation? What will it be? Standing, standing ovation. ovation. That's it. But we did. Yeah, we really did. We really did. Well deserved. Totally. I'm just so glad I was on the front row because, wow. Oh, amazing. So there we are. That's our discussion of The Book Thief. We hope you found it insightful. If not, entertaining. Stay tuned as we bring you more of our thoughts and opinions on many theatrical delights in future episodes. If you'd like to get in touch, email us at upstagedownstagepod at gmail.com. You can always join in the chat to share with us your views of a production. Also, make sure to follow, share, like and subscribe to all our channels so you get every episode the second it's released. And we hope you join us again for another instalment of Upstage Downstage. We saw this production at Leicestershire Curve. Leicester. Shit. Why do I keep doing that? You always do it. We saw this production at Leicester Curve on the fifth. On the fifth. 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 We saw this production at Leicestershire Curve. Alessa Samsell. Alyssa. What did I say? Alessa. Alessa. Alyssa. Shit. By her brother's graveside, 12-year-old Liesel steals a book. Abandoned... By her brother's graveside, 12-year-old Liesel steals a book by abandoned... No, I can't go. Come on. I need to pause. Liesel learns the words that... Liesel learns that words are so... Liesel learns that words are so much more than letters on a page. Liesel learns... Liesel learns that words are so much... Oh, come on. Liesel learns that words are so much more than letters on a page. I'm, I'm hesitating. No, I don't need to be. As the Nazi regime wields words as weapons, Liesel deser... Liesel? On a scale of 1 to 10 with what? Oh, I'm on the wrong page. Scores them, please, Richard. For The Book Thief. On a scale of 1 to 10 with 10 being the best musical book about a book thief. That's worth... That's... Richard scores them, please, for The Book Thief. On a scale of 1 to 10 with 1 be... With 1 being... Oh, which one is it? Oh. With 1 being... No, it's... Which is it? One first or ten? It's one first. It's one first because it's ten because that's when you yeah. you did pants. You know that's you did pants. On a scale of one to ten, with one being a book that book, with one being the book. Nope. 
with one being oh, a... is it ten? Oh, sorry. No, it's one to On a scale of one to ten with... Oh, shit. On a scale of one to ten with ten being the best musical book of it. Book of thief. With ten being the best musical book about a book thief that's worth thieving yourself. And one being... That's and one fine. being... Ah! And one being a book that the book thief should have left burning. Can I do that one again? Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, with ten being the best musical book about a book thief, that's worth a book that the book thief should have actually burnt. With one being, one being about a book, the book, with one being about a book, shut up. <laughs> I'm sure I've recorded that, I'm sure it's fine. I'll be my, what is it? I can't say that. Obioma. 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 I'll be home at a move. I can't walk it. Why am I saying we will? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, go for it.